jolt. Go! With Larry Flick on Sirius XM OutQ. Brand new music by Gold Nation featuring Ari Gold. That track is called Soundtrack to Freedom. It is five past the hour on this Thursday morning, August 20th. I'm Larry Flick, and you're listening to The Jolt on Sirius XM OutQ. Our toll-free number is 866-305-6887. Still ahead this morning, we're going to be joined by Tony Hale of Veep and the new movie, American Ultra. And uh, Elizabeth Moss is going to be here. She's got a really, really good new movie. It's very creepy. It is called Queen... Oh, I keep forgetting the title. Hang on a second. It's really creepy. I was watching it yesterday. Queen of the Earth. I keep wanting to say Queen of Denial. Queen of the Earth. It's a it's a kind of a psychological thriller. It's really good. So uh, And uh, we have lots of good things going on this hour. We're joined by, as we are this time every week, our life coach, Stephanie Ziv. You are encouraged to join me and everyone else who has put themselves on the hook to create the things they want in their lives. Go to the On The Hook Movement page of Facebook or go to stephanieziv.com. That's Z-I-E-V.com. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? What's that Queen of Denial thing? Queen of Earth. I know, but you keep slipping. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> are you denying a... something you want to share? <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> you know Mommy I hasn't listen. had her second cup of coffee yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very 70s-centric kind of a uh, thriller. Oh, yeah? Good. It's good. So so, uh, so Stephanie's here, and so is a good friend of mine from, uh, from uh, the social media and just in life in general, Anthony. Hey, how you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. This He's morning. all dolled up for the radio. <laughs> Actually, they're both all dolled up. I'm in t-shirt and shorts, and they're both looking like they're going someplace fancy. So, uh, so how are we doing, Stephanie? What's the latest? I'm. I mean, we the collective we. Should I speak for the masses? Yeah. <laughs> the on the hook movement is doing well. Yeah, we're the, we're we're still in the 21 day challenge. We are. We are in. Today is day 11. Yeah. Yes. Because it didn't start on August 21st. It started on the first Monday of the month. It, it started on August 10th, yeah. I thought it was the first Monday. Maybe it was the second No, because I, I screwed up my own process. I that, That's why it's 21 days, not 30 days. But I actually think 21 think days is better. I we need to get Stephanie an intern. <laughs> I, need, I do. <laughs> I need a team. I'm missing my team. Who's going to put you on the hook for an intern? <laughs> Trust anyway. me, what I'm on the hook for is not working out, I'll be honest with you, because I've been so wrapped up in, in facilitating this challenge, which has been my joy and, and love, and I'm, I'm astounded by what's happening. So it's amazing. I mean, it really is. And the thing that I'm I'm recognizing, and I would like to hear from you and Anthony, are you on the hook? Mm-hmm. Are you? Mm-hmm. Are you on the hook in the in the Facebook group? Uh, no. I've been Move the mic closer to your face, dog. Oh, I've been um, I've been listening to you every week, and I'm kind of well, getting. Well, he's going to be on the hook for a little yeah. laser coaching in the oh. studio today. Exactly. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm ready for you. Uh-huh. But go on. So, what you, you you're finishing your thought though? The group itself. I mean, I'm really realizing that again. The crux of the group is not so much about. It's not really about what you're doing so much it's how you're relating to yourself in the process and Mm -hmm. and how then you get to find and give and also receive support it 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 sounds i mean i i really you know i think i've said before that i feel that i i myself started this part partly because i'm i just i needed some accountability in my own life and i also realized that i can just be 
mean to myself. And this place is a place where it's the opposite of that. It's like the loving mother in a way that it's, it's very it, nice. It is. Yeah. I mean, there are really no haters on that thing. And I'm astounded and excited and feel really proud of that, you know? So, and, and listen, and people are struggling. It's not, it's not like all, oh, we're all, do, we're all meeting our goals and everything is perfect. It's actually incredibly present about what is up right here right now so that if it's not going well we can say it's not going well and i need some help and then people are like it's not going well for me either but let's try this and it's a continuation of moving forward with the knowledge that we're human and we might have to change the goal to meet the goal and it just allows some permission that i don't think is typically given that we don't typically give to ourselves and don't typically feel we are given well what 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 i'm learning from from reading reading uh, the posts on uh, in in the underhook movement page uh, of facebook and just in my own experience is sometimes you have to start the process by waking up mm-hmm. your mind and your 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 body to what you hope for and then reality sets in. Yeah. And then once reality sets in, then you can kind of modify. Absolutely. And, and you know, I mean, and and I was, you know, I've been grappling with that a little bit, you know, over the last month or so. And then I reminded myself that what I'm doing right now is a modification of my very first goal. My very first goal was to be an actor. Mm. And I studied theater for nine years and was deeply immersed in that world and it didn't work out for me and it took a while but i now realize i use everything from those nine years of training here in the studio because what i do here is not natural to me mm. it may seem natural to me but it's not natural to right. me i'm naturally very introverted i'm naturally super quiet i'm naturally very uh, withdrawn and so to sit here and to be what you hear every day is it requires a different kind of effort and it requires a certain set of tools that I didn't know I had until I looked back at where I started. Yeah. So sometimes you have to kind of wake yourself up and then you look at the possibilities and you look at your realities and then you realize, oh, hmm, well, maybe I'll still get to that. but this is in front of me right now and that looks pretty good so I'm going to put myself on the hook for that and I'm going to work toward that. Yeah, and I'm going to be open to the outcome. Yeah. And also you're saying what I think you're saying is everything leads to, you know, everything leads you to this moment. Mm-hmm. Nothing is a waste. You know. No, nothing's any, a waste. No, any any challenge, any misstep, any any any, you know, jump forward, any past career, any past relationship, any pattern that we see, it's all used to our greater good if mm-hmm. we choose to have the awareness to bring it into the next thing and hopefully, you know, manipulate it a little bit or or just just mold it a little bit so that it now serves you in a way. I mean, I love just your story about being immersed in theater and then this is the new theater. You know, this is a different version of theater in yeah. some way, right? It, well, it is. Yeah. I mean, it, this is, I mean, this is, for me, this is better than theater. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no makeup? It's, no, especially she's, <laughs> I will shave next week. Good Lord. But no, I mean, but yeah, I mean, for me, this is better than theater. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's more, it's a more personal re- uh, reflection of what I'm thinking and feeling. None of what you hear when I'm in this room is, is fake. It's just not natural for me to tell everybody. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
What are you do- are you are you doing the twenty one day challenge? I'm not doing the twenty one day challenge. What I'm doing is I'm I'm just keeping on the hook for what I originally put myself on the hook for, which is to let go of thirty more pounds, um, which I've been working on. It's not easy, but yeah, I'm also looking at this as my life more than I'm looking at this as something that has an end point. The end point of good health is no longer being alive. So I would like for those 30 pounds to be gone by December, and I'm planning for them to be gone, and I feel like I'm making progress in them being gone. But on the days where it doesn't, you know, where I'm at 75% as opposed to 99.9%, I just say to myself, well, this is your 52, and hopefully you'll be here when you're 72 and 82. Right. So this is still better than two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's good enough. For the writing, it's been slower because even though it doesn't appear to be very busy here, um, it is busy because I just have a lot to do. And I've also, I'm also trying to organize the rest of my life. And I'm doing things like cleaning parts of the apartment I normally like go to pot and stuff like that. So That's interesting. Yeah. What, what's motivating that? Um, I'm just spending more time at home. I've been spending more time at home uh, because of the weather. Because mm. if it's hot, I don't want to leave. Yeah. Just like if it's too cold, I don't want to leave. And so I let things like dusting go away because I don't really care. It's right. Not, normally those things aren't a priority for me because I really don't care about that kind of stuff. But if you're going to be sitting there, after a while it starts to get depressing and demotivating. Yeah. So, so yesterday I started dusting. One of the things that I'm really aware of, acutely aware of, is that to your point of waking up, when, when people put themselves on the hook for something that they think that they want and it feels, it's always fun at the beginning to say, I wanna lose 30 pounds or I wanna quit smoking or I wanna write my great American novel or I want to fill in the blank. You know, and then the process begins and the stuff comes up, right? And so in some cases, there have been people who've had to say, wait, before I write my great American novel or I launch my business or I look for love, I actually need to clean out my basement or I have to get my finances in in order. And something else rises up that's actually been in the way energetically, consciously, unconsciously, mentally, physically, spiritually, that you that turns out to be the thing that they need to then be on the hook for. And the question then becomes kind of like what are you committing to? Are you committing to your mission? Are you committing to your to your excuses? You know, are you committing to your lack of time or your belief about your lack of time or are are you committing to creating time? You know, so it becomes another I mean, I'm wrestling with that question myself right this second. It's for me it comes down to I if I feel more in control of the most basic things of my life then I feel motivated to take on the bigger things. Yeah. And uh, because if I come home from, this is why you will never walk into my apartment and find dishes in the sink. Mm-hmm. Because to me, that's a sign of demotivation and sharp, dark depression. Because right. if I can't clean a spoon, then I'm not writing a book. Right. Right? So if that means making sure everything is clean before I go to work, then that's what it means. If it means using paper plates because I can't be asked because I'm that busy, well, then that's what it means. Right. And you can judge how I live, but I know how to keep my life in order in a way that keeps me focused on the important things because if I'm spending all day washing dishes, think it's when I'm not getting done. Yeah. So uh, if I feel like I have control over the basic you know, uh, surroundings of my life, then I feel like I can move away from that. Yeah. And look at other things. 
I and, think that's super common. Yeah, and I, I'm sure it is. Yeah. And so, you know, I kind of look at like dusting because my apartment's always tidy because I'm like that. But I also don't get obsessed with things mm. the way I used to. Well, now I'm feeling a little obsessed with those things, which means I need to, which means I'm ready to dig in a little bit deeper. To the other, to, to the to, rest of it. Yeah, that's so, great awareness too. Yeah, so, and yeah, I'm also digging into the fact that my husband will be home soon. Mm. He's been away for a bit. I don't want him to come home and see, you know, a layer of dust on the table because that will take time away from the more important things that we have to do or that we want to do or that we would choose to do, whatever. So it's just kind of organization. I'm 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 a procrastinator, but I'm also I'm also a deep organizer. Me too. Yeah, I'm a deep deep organizer. Even though it looks chaotic, because like you come into my studio and there's paper all over the place, because I'm old fashioned. I don't look at screens. I look at paper. But I know where it is. This is my order. That doesn't look so out of order. Yeah, some people. Complain. I'm really sensitive to space. I cannot. If I walk into a cluttered space, I have to walk out. I do too, because I'm claustrophobic, yeah. and if, if I feel your, ca I can't take your chaos on. Right. I already have enough of my own. Right. I could not be an organizer, even though my house is like you. I'm. I'm. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm kind of in this place right now where, because I've been home a lot, I'm feeling a bit more claustrophobic. My cats are getting on my nerves. I'm realizing, I'm looking. I'm trying to get some. I'm trying to get some writing done, and I'm looking at the stack of. VHS tapes that need to just be thrown away. Wow, you have that, huh? <laughs> yeah. Do you have anything to play it in? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Wow. A VCR and a DVD player. Wow. And I, and I used my VCR just the other day. Yeah. Oh my goodness, who are you people? I know. We're old. That is amazing. It's like, I can't get rid of that episode of General Hospital. <laughs> but, see, but, 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 you know, but you know what? Yesterday, I threw out a whole bunch of stuff and I'll be throwing out more. Okay, listen, I have a thing about that. When you throw stuff away, there is a universal vacuum law of prosperity, right? So it basically says, I think I've talked about this, the universe abhors a vacuum, right? So if you throw out, if you have a junk drawer and you get rid of what's in the junk mm -hmm. drawer, but you're not intentional about what you want to fill that drawer with, the same shit's going to come back into the drawer. So when you release anything, a thought, a, a VCR, a VHS tape, whatever, mm -hmm. uh, you know, anything it is, it's about saying, as I let this go, I release anything that's attached to it that no longer serves me, and what I want to bring forth is, what is that? So it's very intentional clearing out and inviting in. That's, that's good. A, that's exactly what I've been doing this past few weeks. I've been doing some cleaning on my closets, taking old clothing out, donating them. Um, been really trying to clear out everything so I can have a, a clearer thought, a clearer yeah. mind. And what, what have you noticed? I feel more free. I mean, mm -hmm. I've been through a, a traumatic experience years ago, and I've held on to certain things. And over a course of time, it took me it, it, it took time to be okay to do certain things. And just in the past few weeks, it's been okay for me to take this out, donate it, take this out, throw that away, and clear things. And it does feel good. Mm -hmm. um, a little sad here and there, but all in all, it does feel good. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think there's also something nice about thanking and. You know, thanking the the thing that, that you're throwing away because yeah. it served you in some way, even if it even if it was a it seemed to be a negative thing. Mm -hmm. It it probably provided a lesson or something that helped shape who you are, or at least inform what you don't want or what you do want. You know, so even if it's a piece of clothing that was part of uh, a wardrobe that you know used to 
that that you no longer fit into because you've lost the weight. It's not about hating the 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 part or the person who had had carried that weight. It's about mm-hmm. kind of blessing and loving and thanking that part of you and then and then letting it go, you know? Mm-hmm. But I feel like it has to be okay. internally I have to feel okay to let this go. Yeah. And it took time. Yeah. I, you know, I used to run this th- this workshop called Out with the Old and with the New. And um, what, part of what people had to bring with them to the workshop, it was a two-day workshop. They had to bring something that they wanted to let go. And and they, you know, and th- they would bring different things. Some people would bring a piece of clothing. Some people would bring a letter that they wrote to, you know, a, 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 an ex. Or, and I had someone bring a, a photograph, uh, you know, an old honest you know an old school photograph of like the 1970s of her of her mother and her and what they didn't know was what I do with that stuff is I also have a shredder in the in the workshop and through a very very specific process that builds to this moment in the workshop I have them shred or throw away that which they are claiming they want to let go of mm-hmm. but there is often but the second that that mother daughter picture came up it was like oh wait a second I don't know if I can do this and and it really was an interesting moment of um, what are you really holding on to you know what is it what what is that thing because it the, the the relationship with the mother had been really tumultuous and mm. you know and this was just something that she wanted to let go of energetically she needed to shift she needed to release this thing and it wasn't really happening and she ultimately did it and it was like a release of you know tears but ultimately a a, a surge of freedom it's interesting because as you as you're saying that I'm thinking it reminds me of this this I was talking to my husband about this the other day that I'm kind of re-entering this mind space where if I haven't touched it within a certain period of time I obviously don't need it, mm-hmm. and that can be even a relationship. Yeah. So yeah. That, like, you know, so that an old photo could represent like, well, if we haven't had good time in in you know like a designated period of time in my mind, yeah, then what's the point? I remember when mm. uh, I was ta- it came up because we were talking about moves, and uh, and I was telling him about how when I was with my ex, we had two boxes that we never unpacked from when we first moved in together. And then we moved apartments together, and I said, well, we don't need these boxes. I don't mm. even know what's in them. Right. And he said, no, we have to take these boxes. And I'm like, why? What's in them? I don't know. We've <laughs> lived here for nine years. Wow. They've become <laughs> cardboard furniture. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's nothing in here. Mm-hmm. And he spent two days going through those boxes and he just moved them from one apartment to another. There was not everything he said. This is yours. I'm like, throw it away. Right. And because I used to be the guy who held on to everything. Yeah. And now I'm just like, well, if I haven't touched it, then I don't need it. Larry, if I, I haven't think... worn those pants in two years, <laughs> even if they still fit, <laughs> mm-hmm. then I probably don't want them. But yeah. you know, it's so interesting to me also that you are going through this as you're also releasing these these thirty pounds, you know, because that weight is symbolic of so much else than just. Oh, physical, I know. Right, and that's the thing I always say to people who, and there's a lot of people who are in the the Facebook group, the On the Hook movement, who are who are releasing weight. But what's happening is they're also kind of becoming mindful of how of the weight of their thoughts, of the weight of how they've been treating themselves, of the weight of the relationships around them. Yeah. It's not just about the physical body. It's about that physical body is, you know, holding on to stuff that is symbolic of other things that you've allowed to, you know, 
weigh you down. But you know, it's interesting because I used to hold on to clothes and just think, well, someday I'm going to need that. And one of the things that's on my list of items to do this weekend is to throw some of that stuff away. Yeah. Because I bet your weight will shift just naturally as a result. Just just pay attention to that. Yeah. I, I would love to know. Because I and I haven't felt that way in a while. It's great. But I feel that way very much right now. All I want to do is throw stuff away right now. So, so, all, I would, so yeah. all I'm thinking about I when love I'm it. when I'm home, all I do is look around the room and think, Yeah, that's going. Yeah, I think going. that's a really wanna, big step. And it's funny because all I keep wanting is for the room to be empty. And it makes my husband crazy because my husband likes stuff. But he isn't like he isn't like junk. He just likes to he's a decorator. Mm -hmm. So it's not like he's a you know, he's not a hoarder. He just likes pretty things. I look at things and I'm like, I don't know what that's for. Right. It's clutter. I don't know what that's for. Yep. And and I'm I used, the same way. I used to be but I used to be a hoarder. Mm. I used to I used to collect magazines, and then one day I was like, "What am I going to do with these?" Yeah. Now there are certain things I wish I had because when I was with my ex, and I, there was a time where you know, when he and I separated, or because we lived together after we broke up, and then we finally started to live apart, he had a lot of my stuff, and all of it was gone. He either sold it, trashed it. I still to this day don't know what happened to mm. it. All of my stuff. Wow. And things that are irreplaceable, like platinum record awards wow. and just lots of beautiful things, gone. And for a while, I was violently angry about it. Now I'm kind of like, you're an irresponsible toad. I'm, I'm mad at him, but, you know, it's just, I like stuff, but I don't need stuff. Right. You know? Yeah. No, I think which if is you're... a weird thing because I was raised by people who taught me to want stuff, mm. who really told me to want stuff. And someone sent me a really big, in a, you know, inappropriate gift not that long ago, and I haven't touched it. And that's so not the way I was raised. Mm. I'm like, there's sort of way I don't give a shit. Right. Well, I I just think that it's I just think it's a big deal. I I think if you are if you're if you're ready to to release and let go of stuff, and if you're sitting in your apartment where you're where you're trying to write and you want to be creating things, and the stuff is in the way, that to me is a good sign that it's time to something else, something seeking to emerge. Mm. You know, I, it's good. time to create. It is. Well, that's Stephanie Ziv joining us here on the Jolt. We're going to continue with her as we always do here on The Jolt. Our toll-free number is 866-305-6887. You know I was broke down, I hit the ground, I was crying now, I couldn't make no 